Hey everybody, my name is Casey. And my name is Kyle. And you are listening to Previewed. That's what this is. This is a podcast. This is a podcast about movie trailers. And we have, uh, boy do we have one to talk about today. We have a trailer today. It's a big one. It's called The French Dispatch. It's the new movie from West Anderson. And I'm going to say off the dome that this is his ninth feature film. I'm not going Is that to, true? We'll I don't know. Chrome it later. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the web browser Chrome to figure it out. I'm gonna use my dome and just say and guess that it's the ninth. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, it was That's, just released. It seems like a lot of movies. Yeah. It was just re- released a few days ago and it's hot off the presses and we'd like to talk about it. Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah, I'm going to talk, I'm going to give it. What happens in this trailer, yeah. Right, I'm going to give a synopsis uh, that I wrote that tells what happens in this trailer. Okay, are you ready, Kyle? I'm ready. All right, we see the Fox Searchlight and Indian Paintbrush title cards. That's how they start this? That's weird. Yeah, is that a title card? Is it, what is the name for that thing? For like a production house yeah thing. is there is there a production name i don't know production they're not trailers of themselves they're right. production logos but yeah i feel like there's like a bad robot new line like what is that called yeah if you we, out we there know that. what that is called write us <laughs> in and let us know previewed pod yeah podcast okay twitter.com yeah back to the synopsis uh we see yeah. those things and then for two minutes and 25 seconds we see the most Wes Anderson-y, Wes Anderson montage <laughs> of shots and titles and voiceover and music. And then yeah. it's over. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I know, that's a good synopsis. That's probably our best one. Thanks, man. That was a super concise. That's exactly what happens. That's exactly There's what a, happens. A lot and of nothing actors, else. a lot of pop music, mm-hmm. a lot of um, things framed in the center of the picture. A lot of people and just acting and, and delivering lines with no facial expression. Yeah. Maximum whimsy. Let's tarry no further. Yes. Is that, do you know what that means? Yeah. Um, do you know um, Terry, the actor Terry? What's his mm-hmm. last name? Terry Crews. From the, Terry Crews. Yeah. yeah. So he uh, used to tell really long stories. Okay. And then someone, this was like at a party or something, and they said, Terry, no further. <laughs> Quit telling that story. Yeah, let's. I wanted. So that's I wanted, where it came from. I would. I would like to quit beating around the bush. What do you? What is your relationship with Wes Anderson, the director of this film? So I, um, I feel like I probably started with Royal Tenenbaums, and then um, after that, that was in high school or something. Saw Rushmore, and then Bottle Rocket, kind of like backwards from mm-hmm. uh, Royal Tenenbaums, and then. I think I've seen pretty much everything since then, but I, I early on after seeing Rushmore and then I, it could have been the order that I saw his movies, but yeah. after seeing Rushmore, I was like, okay, I get it. I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> Enough. I don't need to like, yeah, I don't, I'm not getting anything else from, from Wes Anderson. It peaked for me. Yeah. Watching Rushmore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I knew that about you. I think I was yeah. a little bit more favorable to him. Yep. And now I think I'm right there with you after watching this trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's this this trailer is has uh created turmoil in my life because the 
Turmoil. Whoa. Yeah. The best version of myself, like the person I aspire to be, you know, just sort of like a, a positive person. I I wish that I could just watch this trailer and say, Hey, a new Wes Anderson movie. I bet that's good. You know, here's a trailer. I I want to be optimistic and watch it. I'm I'm sure he's got a a good story to tell. He's, uh, you know, he's a talented director and, and I could just leave it at that and then get on with my life. But Watching this trailer, I I'm so annoyed. Yeah, it it something bugs me about this trailer, and it's like to get into a segment to follow a little bit of structure here. I was on board, uh, right. From you were the, on board, yeah, right from the get go. There's that first shot of like a printing press, and there's that yeah. really like really nice foley sound of newspapers yeah, being printed, running. Yeah, yeah. I I just loved that. I thought it was super cool, nicely framed, and. I was like, wow, here's the Wes Anderson. I know I, yeah, I don't think he's made a movie in a few years. Right. And then the sort of usual suspects started to show up and yeah. everything was yellow. And then Elizabeth Moss is like, <laughs> like uh, doing something with a chalkboard. Yeah. And, and then she looks back and I like, I like Elizabeth Moss, but that at that moment I was just like, fuck this. I, this, I'm so tired of this for some reason. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I felt that way too. I like Elizabeth Moss. I was excited to see her in this. I didn't have the same feeling, mm-hmm. but um, I was sort of in the same uh, spot you were where I was like, I'm going to give this a chance. But the moment for me that I was off board was like 30 seconds in, they start listing off the names of the people who are like the head writers. Mm-hmm. And... um it's all in VO, which is like a very common move by Wes Anderson too, to have like someone telling the story to the audience through voiceover. Right. And uh, they say, uh, Berenson, Cesarac, Kremens, <laughs> and Roebuck Wright. And I was just like, no, this is so whimsical. This is like a li- what a little boy would think would happen at like a newspaper. Yeah. And this is like the names newspaper writers would have. And like, every shot after that i was like i feel like i'm just watching him play like little little games right and And it's like it's yeah the the turmoil i'm having is like what what do i expect like what what do i want him to do like do something i've never seen before you know like so yeah because i don't yeah that's a good question we kind of talked about this uh on the tenant one where christopher nolan's movies uh, I think in a really tasteful way, feel like everything he's done before sort of stacked on each other. Yeah. Like you can see, you can see all the influences of what he's done that build up to whatever he's working on at the moment. This one feels so much like that. And I've, and I've noticed that in the past where I can see little elements of like almost every single movie and that's cool. But for some reason in this particular case, I just, I'm, yeah, it's an eye it. roll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's just like the the theme, I, and I don't know if it's because the trailer was kind of that you don't learn a lot. You learn a lot about the characters and kind of what the like format of the movie is going to be. It mm-hmm. feels like it's going to be like these short short stories that are going to be published in this book and they kind of like dive into each one. Yep. But everything surrounding it, there just isn't any context. So it's just like, it feels like a like a music video or like you know did you ever see that those commercials? Mad libs that's the word i was oh sure it feels like yeah, yeah. mad libs of like 
silly names that you'd find in a <laughs> in a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Uh, a colorful backdrop that you'd see. Like it just like felt like fill in the blank with like previous jokes and like there's so many consonants in those those names and nobody is named <laughs> Kremitz. It's just like you can just see him writing that and getting so much glee out of it. Yeah. And it's like, oh God. Yep. Just do do something else. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm so sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna ask if you've seen that I think it's an H and M commercial that he directed. No. It's like, you know, it's you within two seconds you know that it was directed by him. Oh, right. I don't think it has like any of the Bill Murray or Jason Schwartzman right. in it or anything like that, but it's right. uh it looks like someone doing like the a perfect Wes Anderson impression and it just really is his. And this is sort <laughs> of just that taken a step further with like all the biggest talent in Hollywood. Right. And some really like breathtaking shots. Like that yeah. I'm th- that's why I'm so torn. I give this two and a half 2.5 emotionless faces as my trailer rating. I'm like <laughs> completely split down the middle. Yeah. Um, Cause there's, there's moments uh, where I'm like really impressed and I really want to see it, right. but also moments that I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I, yeah. I gave this trailer high ratings cause I feel like this is all wow. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to see the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they gave me a taste of all the like pretty, like what you're saying, like some breathtaking shots. There's obviously some really cool choreography going on in staging. Mm-hmm. I gave it four newsies. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it was a it was a good trailer, but I felt the really icky the whole way through it. I was just like rolling my eyes and sighing loudly, and and um, I don't, yeah, thinking about how annoying it all was and why. Because and <laughs> and why exactly? Too, yeah, the cast too. Like you're saying, it's almost too stacked, and it's um. I'm annoyed that so many people signed on for the movie yep. and then also that so many giant stars are taking up such small roles. Right. I don't know if I'm just used to the Hollywood format of having kind of like a leading or two leading roles and then mm-hmm. um, smaller actors filling in. Yeah. But it just feels like unfair and weird that he would um, have like Owen Wilson in such a small like supporting role. Having Jason Schwartzman like pop in there, yeah. Having uh, um, Bill Murray as like the lead again, yep. As the old guy who he's like played that same character in his movies before, right? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, if, if Wes would would be so kind as to take a little um, advice from me, yeah, I'd say pull. What a, would you say to him? Pull a Soderbergh and just hire a bunch of unknowns. Yeah, you know, like Bubble. Pull, yeah, he has a lot to learn from Soderberger. Yeah, come on. Come on. He could do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I, that's also, I feel like, a waste, too, is like he could, Wes Anderson could do anything. He could be hiring whoever he wants. He could be making this movie look like however he wants it to look like. Mm-hmm. And it always looks like the same thing. Right. To add like, to my... It's, it's so safe. Yes. It is. And to add to my... uh my dilemma here is like he's got such a distinct style Mm -hmm. and I think he's influenced a lot of people, but no one does it better than him. And so that that's where I lean sort of in the positive where it's like, okay, he's doing his thing to the highest degree I've ever seen before. And so do I give him credit for that? 
Like no one else could could really, you know, yeah, do, I don't, do I don't these know like perfectly like per, right. uh, paralleled frames where the like the camera's moving. Like that one shot where Bill Murray says like no crying and the and the camera just like what do you call <laughs> yeah, it? Like goes it goes up to the side. It it it, it doesn't up. pan up. It like the whole camera moves. Oh sure, straight up. Yeah, it moves straight up to like reveal the sign. Right. Right. That's cool. <laughs> it is cool but i i agree with you i think there's something to like no he is doing him to the max which maybe needs a, an applause but also i feel like no one's asking for that no one's going yeah. wes just be you to the max right we, we aren't getting enough of you on screen yeah so it's too much for me where for i'm sure. like someone dial him back like someone reel him in <laughs> yeah and, Make him make a movie that's like not completely made up in his head. Yeah. And I mean, that's maybe the fatal flaw of this show is that we're, we're not actually seeing the movie. So we can't, (laughs) we can't really, really uh, be a critic of like what he's actually made. We're only screw this guy. Okay. Yeah. Know what he's doing. But I have to, I mean, I have been kind of disappointed. I was definitely disappointed with I love dogs. I thought that was like, not great. And even though that's was completely stop motion, I have to kind of compare him to Quentin Tarantino right. in, in that he also has like such a distinct style. He writes and directs and writes I, I don't know if he shoots his own stuff, but I know that he's like very controlling of like the cinematography of it. And he's still got his fastball and, it's, and he's better than ever. Like, yeah, I'm not sick of it in the way that I'm sick of. My boy. Yeah, Wes, I wonder you know? if it's just so. Um, I don't know. The word is like decadent or something. <laughs> like yeah. the, the way that even in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Quentin Tarantino, when we see the hyper violence and we see all of his like trademark things, mm-hmm. we're not like getting it the whole movie. There's other things going on, but even in this trailer, it's just like every shot just is like you could put like a NASCAR type of like ad <laughs> of like Wes Anderson across it because right. it's like so overwhelmingly Wes Anderson all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I do like the like cuteness of some of it and the like the paper thing in the beginning. I agree. I was like, oh, this is so cozy and nice. Mm-hmm. But then as you just see every single shot is so everything's center, everything's like colored and everything is so organized and unreal. Yeah. It's like you're looking in a dollhouse. Right. And um it is. I don't know, it just gets visually so boring. Yeah, there are so there's an absurd amount of shots. It's cuckoo bananas. Like how many, <laughs> yeah. how many glimpses into like different scenes they're shown in this trailer, and and then you also don't know what it's about really. Like, right. I don't know what why we're learning about the French Dispatch or like what <laughs> their issue is there. Yeah. Like, or are we just seeing some short stories from the French Dispatch and it's going to be kind of like a. Uh, ensemble of short movies that make up a bigger movie yeah that's it's it, that's very uh grand budapest hotel to kind of be bound it looks like it's bouncing back and forth between mm-hmm. times but i mean and, doesn't he do that in every he like has chapters and yeah I feel like every, this feels just like that he's like getting even more you know kyle it, i suppose you're right <laughs> 
he's getting even more into his book thing. Yeah. It just it just feels like he's going to the place that he's always wanted to go to and no one wants him to do it. We're just like, <laughs> no, we we saw we could have predicted this and we're good. Yeah. Maybe people are excited. Uh can we move on to hotlines, please? Yeah, let's talk about some of our uh, the quotes that we're ripping out of this trailer. It's yeah. Like hotlines. I know when I don't know if this is quite a hot line, but it's something that, yeah. you know, I think a trademark of his is people kind of delivering lines in a in a deadpan way. Right. And and the one that broke the camel's back for me is I I'm pretty sure it's Edward Norton is on the phone and he says, as you know by now, here he delivers it like this. As you know by now, we have kidnapped your son. And yeah. that drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, it's interesting because I love, I think, uh, his dialogue. And I don't know if he's writing it or, and a lot of the lines kind of remind me of like Coen Brothers lines. Like they're mm-hmm. really clever and cute and like um, quippy. Yeah. But they also feel sort of real. Yep. Um, there was the uh, moment when Mrs. Kremens comes into Timothy Chalamet's bath and he says, I'm naked, Mrs. Kremens. And he goes, and she goes, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like a really quick back and forth that just reminds me of like a quippy Coen Brothers sure. line where it's like so dry and. Yeah. Um, well, she's married to one of the brothers. Right. So maybe. That's true. I didn't even think about maybe that. Maybe he was there, gave her the note, and she related yeah that could be i'm just trying to find a way to not give wes any credit <laughs> well i the person i was going to give credit to was jason schwartzman right. um because it reminds me of that line in rushmore when he says something about his or scrubs and he's oh, like that's oh so are good. they yes do you remember that line? oh yeah these are yeah these are yeah. or scrubs oh are they oh are they <laughs> um i think that that felt like an echo of that line to me and then sure the other couple lines were like are these like did jason schwartzman write those and stick those in there or he's credited as a writer of this movie oh really yeah well maybe he did then he and someone else felt very like funny in a way that's like hard to hard to really pin down right right they aren't really jokes but they're they're really silly yeah i think it's time for wait wait Wait, 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 wait. This was this was not my wait, wait. What was less less of a like? I was shocked, and more I was shocked by something that was like absurd, and more just like kind of impressed. Yeah, because you you're watching this trailer, you you're seeing all these people that are in it, and the the folks that they choose to show, they show they show footage of them and their name on it. Yeah. And they, they kind of like wrap that up. And I'm like, what? That's, those are the people that they're showcasing as like the yeah, cast of, of the it. giant list. Yeah. And then there's that shot of like this huge room. A guy like crashes through the wall. And yeah. then people kind of like, like from the entire frame, just like fill the whole yeah. like place. And then they, and then in those titles that I talked about on another episode. Yeah. What did we call those again? Um, Brian came up with a name for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Future Lapse or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. But Roll call. But then they show like more names of the cast than you could even read in the time that. Yeah, right. Which was pretty cool. Like it was a it was an awesome shot. That shot and then the one where the people are shooting at each other. Like it's from from one point of view. Like people are just like standing there just like shooting. And then you see the other side where they're shooting back at them. 
Yeah. Those were the two things that I was like, wow, this looks fucking cool. Yeah, there are some cool shots. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Oh, I I, I don't uh, know. my wait what also kind of was at like a it was less of a wait what and more mm-hmm. of a wait what oh. like that. Yeah. Um so the first couple stories that they introduce, one is like about they talk about like a it looks like a French Revolution with Timothy Chalamet. Another one is about a prisoner who creates this beautiful piece of art that it like shocks the world. Benicio del Toro, um, yeah, he who can't help but art. just be in every in any in everything. Yeah, but then when they introduce, I think it's the third story by um, Robic Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about police cooking. <laughs> and when they when they said police cooking and like showed the chef and showed like mil- or like police training and cooking i was just like what what no this is so dumb <laughs> this is the most like whimsical silly thing yeah that i'm just like i, I don't even what's going on this yeah. movie is bananas that's a really great wait what <laughs> yeah i was uh i was just so over it by that point and yeah. just so deep in wes anderson that i was really flopping around yeah wait what juice i have a previewed prediction for you and that is that i will fall asleep when i watch this movie i think you're right i i think you will fall asleep how many of his movies have you fallen asleep to <laughs> two two for two confirmed snoozers yeah and this will this one's a snoozer yeah so i'm gonna say um moonrise kingdom was one of your snoozers no i actually loved that movie i was whoa that kind of won me back uh isle of dogs and grand Mm. budapest hotel i fell asleep during those movies wow so this one you're on a roll that's his last two Uh uh yeah was yeah yeah moonrise kingdom was after fantastic mr fox i think yep yep yeah 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 i don't have a prediction for this one i'm really curious what the point of the movie is it looks really silly <laughs> right. and it just seems so i don't know I, I just don't know if we should be enabling wes anderson as much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane do people I, I think, still uh, love him i hope not maybe they do i wonder i it just everything that i loved and I, I think that's w- really what the problem, everything that I liked with Rushmore, it's just like he does it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, you, if once you see Rushmore, if anything is new, maybe Royal Tenenbaums has some new stuff, but then everything is so repetitive. And so, yeah, I just feel like you can stop watches, watching it. I think he peaked with Royal Tenenbaums and maybe Life Aquatic because you still feel like you're, it's, it exists in a in a world now. Everything is so controlled. It's like after yeah. after Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think he he got like obsessed with being able to make Magic everything like live time. action, <laughs> everything live yeah. action look like he constructed it on a miniature right. set with clay. Right, and everything Where, sort of has that feel after. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what we're getting from it now. <laughs> it's so like what what am I? I don't know what I can. I can extract from this movie that I'm going to, even though, even, I don't know, that could be his movies in general though, too. I feel like his stories don't really talk to me in a way that I'm like getting anything out of them. Right. I think, 
more more than I don't I don't I don't see enough movies to actually weigh in on this, but he's got such a visual like style and aesthetic that yeah I think it overpowers like a an actual like compelling story yeah all the time and yeah hey bro like lean over into that era uh, into that area a little more yeah right and you will you will then earn the respect of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i think that's yeah yeah that's really hard to earn the respect of this podcast is tricky yeah Um, can i just say and this is just me kyle yeah this is just me the winner of this trailer is the color yellow yeah that's a good winner a trailer winner yellow just dominated this bad boy yeah the color yellow is everywhere it's It's on everything uh uh-huh there's a and it's not where, that Coldplay song, right? It could be though. There's so much of it. Yeah, I um, had a few thoughts for a trailer winner because okay. there's kind of a, there's so much going on. My first trailer winner was Jason Schwartzman when he like looks over his shoulder, he's like doodling on a on a um, drawing board or something, mm-hmm. and uh, or like a drafting table, and there's just all these covers from the french dispatch and <laughs> he's like all disheveled the colors are like all perfect everything's organized and it's just like oh that's wes anderson we're looking at that's like oh his dream world being in his looking at his illustrations and he's like the analog for wes you're saying paper. yeah it just right. felt like we were looking at him as the what his like dream that was just like quintessential quintessential Wes Anderson. Right. If you could boil him down to it, Mm -hmm. that would be that. A still frame of Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, I like it. I support it. I applaud you. (laughs) But the real trailer winner for me was Adrian Brody. Where the hell's he been? You mean like in general? Yeah. What's he been working on? Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen him since that that movie about the butterfly effect. What was that one called? What? The Straight Jacket. Huh? I don't know that. (laughs) Really, I feel like he hasn't been in any movies. Thus, that's the that's the name of the movie, The Straight Jacket. I think so. Yeah, I'm I'm choosing to chrome and not dome this. Oh, it's just called The Jacket. When did that premiere? A Gulf War veteran is wrongly sent to a mental institution for insane criminals, where he becomes the object of a doctor's experiments, and his life is completely affected by those experiments. When was this? It's called The Jacket. It came out in 2005. It's got oh. Kira Knightley in it and Adrian Brody. You you don't remember anything since 2005? No. What's he been doing? Well, he was in Grand Budapest Hotel. No, no, no. Out? Was he in the, I know that he was in the Darjeeling Limited. Yes, he was in Grand Budapest Hotel. So he's oh. one of his guys now. Right. He's, he's in the... He was, I don't think I've seen Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, it's it's whatever. He plays a vo- oh he's he does a voice in Fantastic Mr. Fox. He's a total. He's a. Oh, he's in the. He's in there. He's one of Wes's. Wes's. Uh, what do we call him? I imagine Wes Anderson has like. You have you seen Spaceballs when they walk in on him and he's playing with the like um, action figures of the characters <laughs> and he gets all embarrassed. Yeah, I feel like Wes Anderson is like Dark Helmet. He has. Uh, like action figures of all of his like favorite actors mm-hmm. and he just like plays with them like dolls in his like bedroom and <laughs> makes up these scenarios yeah you're right but the difference is that it seems like they're all lining up to be to be his like dolls like people they're all lining up to be his his nasty dolls <laughs> it's perverted <laughs> yeah these people are sick 
<laughs> oh my god, what is that? No. Sweetie hot takes. Oh wow! It's time for a sweetie hot take. It's a sweetie hot take. Hey Em. Hi. Hey Emily. Thanks for coming on to to give us a little hot take. What have you got for us? Hey, thanks so much for having me. My my um, girlfriend Nicole is MIA. Not sure where she is, but I'm, I'm here with a hot take, and and it has to do with two of the main characters of this movie that I saw in the trailer, of course, and was frustrated because Wes Anderson straight up stole these two two actors from a little girl, not girl, a little woman named Greta Gerwig. A little woman. (laughs) He stole Saoirse Ronan and Timothy Chalamet just out from under her. So I have beef because Wes Anderson has a long list of people acclaimed actors, award-winning actors, mostly actually all yeah. white people that that's that are just his go-to cast and he thinks that with this new trailer he can just steal the two I'm best other white people. There's a lot of Gerwig. beef in this podcast. So, We've all been throwing beef around. We all have beef with with Wes. Yeah. Have you? Okay. I'm I'm so so glad that I'm in good company, but it's frustrating because Greta Gerwig who's worked really, really hard to get where she is. And I'm sure there's, you know, ways that people yeah. have helped her along the way. But she's done a lot for her age and being a female director and all this stuff. And she cast Saoirse Ronan as... Um, yeah, Lady as Bird. Lady Bird. <laughs> Lady Bird, thank you. As Lady Bird. And then brought her back again in Little Women as like the protagonist and she's amazing. And then Timothy Chalamet is sort of her buddy, opposite sort of love interest person. Um, and they have the best chemistry. And I am so upset that they're now kind of like, in the, at least in the trailer, seem to be right. interested in each other. And I think that's bullshit. I think Wes Anderson needs to stay in his lane and use Bill Murray for the hundredth time. And that's it. And right. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> right. And that's right. it. That's all he gets. Emily, I'm so proud to be married to you right now. I couldn't be more aligned with you on this. I think Casey's getting hot. Wow, hot take. Getting hot. Like you said, hot in here. Like you said, no. I don't know. I don't think there's an actor or a director who has kind of like a cast of returning people more than Wes Anderson. Maybe Quentin Tarantino, but for him to poach this duo that's that's becoming like Greta's main people, it's almost like the warriors winning uh, two championships me. is this sports and then i mean kyle K- kyle knows it he, and then you don't have to tell him twice kevin durant joining it's exactly like that like out of kyle, nowhere hop uh, in here oh hold on one more thing i just want to say i'm a little disappointed in timothy and I too sersha i for not saying i don't hey. i don't blame them i think i'm like happy for them but like of course the thing that i thought of actually is that um, not not that they're comparable because they're not. One of them's a total dirtbag, and and Wes Anderson's just a stylized director that you guys are <laughs> hating on tonight, particularly. But Woody Allen, like people are now starting to say no to Woody Allen movies, even though it, they're all you yeah. know, iconic and whatever. And you're saying this it, is a Woody Allen. I, I don't know if people would ever say no. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would say no to Wes Anderson. I don't know if I would yeah. if I were. It, it's show. interesting. I think because Casey was just sort of mentioning. Wes Anderson has a corral of actors. Um, 
Quentin Tarantino. There's like yeah. just as different. Some directors have sort of a corral that they keep coming back to. And what makes this so frustrating is that you can see Greta Gerwig starting to build her corral as a young director and he's hijacking yes. from her corral and just like taking what should be her. Yes. Okay. So Kyle, you, you're going to. Yeah. And I agree with Emily. Wes Anderson's a racist POS. Okay. Well, there's no <laughs> black people. And he's, he's a, a, he's sexual, a sexual predator. predator just like Woody Allen. Okay. And I, I also think it's just like, um, I don't know, just a little like obvious to cast those two right now. They're just like the hottest thing. Of, and I don't know. Just like a what a, it just feels like a power move because he yeah. he knows he can. I think too, or something. When I think of Wes Anderson, especially like Royal Tenenbaums, and it seems like he sort of picked actors who were not on the way out, but just like were kind of past their prime and like sort of put them in a quirkier film. Mm-hmm. But like Timothy Chalamet yeah. and Saoirse Ronan are like in quirky little films all the time. It's not like a a big step mm-hmm. for him to like pull them into this world either it seems like you're saying really obvious but in like so many ways yeah totally it's icky and i just think that that this wes anderson fella needs to step back and stop step let the ladies uh get one for once am i right yeah like what are what are luke and owen wilson doing right now they they're probably twiddling their thumbs well owen's in this one owen is in this (laughs) one i was kind of surprised to see him just kidding he's on the (laughs) he's on the red carpet right now because what a weird career he's had he's like didn't he yeah he did he kind of disappeared a little bit because he attempted suicide i feel like that i haven't really seen him in anything other than wes anderson movies yeah he's the one person in this trailer that i was actually i was kind of stoked to see i'm kind of rooting for him yeah yeah Good. I like yeah, that hot don't. take, Emily. Thank you so um, much, Emily. The yeah. sizzling hot take here. Thank you. Thank we, you so much. We support it. We stand with Greta, Wes. We, we stand, stand with a little Greta. women. Hashtag. Stand We're a little with disappointed Greta. in you. All right. Thanks so much. Love you, Nicole. Bye. Miss you. <laughs> this one's for Nicole. Bye. Sweetie hot takes. This is a spicy this is a spicy episode. I think we have a lot of a lot of anger for Wes. If, yeah, and if you can't, if you can't take beat it, them, take their take their actors <laughs> and put them into your movie. Yeah. Precisely. Should we take another little break and then we'll do a top five? Let's. Okay. All right, we're back with a top five. This is previewed podcast. We're talking about the French dispatch. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna list some top fives. We're gonna do our top five Wes movies or Anderson movies. Exactly. This the the trailer we're talking about was written and directed by Wes Anderson. Therefore, it's obvious that our top five would be movies that feature people whose names are Wes or Anderson. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, can I can can I um? Do you want to go every other or do you want to do a I'd like you How to you start to do it. Start and and just go down five okay. to one, baby. I started with uh, Wes Anderson on here. I put Rushmore at okay. five. Yeah, because I love Rushmore. Rushmore is um, very I, good. I, I think we were getting it into it when we were talking about all these different things. But I think that's just like it, everything that I ever wanted from Wes Anderson is in that movie. And yeah, I'm it's, good on on his thing. Right, it's the first one. first appearance of Bill Murray when it was still kind of like, whoa, Bill Murray's doing this like indie yeah. movie with this new director. Right, it's a very special movie. Yeah, 
I think so too. Yeah. Um, so that's my five. Uh, yeah. My four is Scream, uh, Wes Craven movie. Wes Have you Craven? Seen Scream? No. I Just think I could, I'd probably, I'd probably be able to handle it as a, as someone who can't, who typically can't handle spookies, I probably could handle that one, right? You could handle it. This one has like the jump scares. Yeah. You're not going to like not be able to sleep at night, I don't think. Mm, okay. But it's a cool story. There's some twists and turns. Me and Nicole um, have been hashtag staying at home. Right. And uh, been watching a lot of like mystery movies. And okay. uh, Scream is actually a really kind of a good one. It's, yeah. It's kind of corny. It's not the most scary movie, but it has such a cool ending and so many. Um, yeah, it's a, like a kind of a fun detective movie. All right. What's coming in at number three? I I messed this one up. I have a West and not a Wes in my in my number three spot. Hey, Kyle, I got news for you. That what flies by my book. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm not breaking any. There's no footballs here. No, no, no. The no. Ty West does a bunch of like horror movies, and I put The House of the Devil on as my number three. I like that, that movie sounds a lot. Way too spooky. I don't even want to know you anything. I don't even want to know anything else about this movie. Well, let me give you the The House of the Devil. It's about a yeah, this like house sitter comes it's kind of like mm-hmm. in the 80s it's filmed in a really cool way. Cool. You'd probably like it for the most part except like the the last quarter of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way it's sort of like um oh man, I don't even know what movie you would see that's like this, but it starts pretty normal, gets creepier and then it just like ramps up to 8000. Wow. The quarter, last last bit. House of the Devil. House of the Devil. My number two is The Master by um, Paul Paul F. Tompkins. No, what's his name? <laughs> uh, he's he is not in. Paul F. Tompkins is in a Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson, Anderson movie. Which one is he in? There is will be true? blood. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He is in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot. He plays like an old prospector or something. Yeah. Okay, so this is a. You've got The Master by P. T. A. Some people P-T-A. refer to him as. Yeah. It's my favorite one of his. Is it really? I think, yeah, we'll get into it probably in another podcast where we're talking about PTA more. But yeah, I put the master in here because uh, PTA is one of my faves, and that one's just so something special. Mm-hmm. He's a he's one of a one of the many Andersons, and then number one, number I'm one, going right back to Scream Four. Whoa! Because Anthony Anderson is in that one. Wow. You love my, Scream my Four? Uh, I just love Anthony Anderson, and I was trying to think of like what is he in? He doesn't star in many things, or like has a big role. He sure. like has a lot of uh, supporting roles. Yep, and he's on TV now, like in a, a bigger way. But um, I couldn't really put Blackish as my number one. Right. So Scream Four. Scream. There are four Scream. Are there more Screams? <laughs> There's probably more. This one <laughs> came out a while ago too. Yeah. Okay, um, I love that's your, my that's my top five. Top five. My, what an amazing top five, top five from Andersons. Kyle Kerwald. <laughs> <laughs> What's what do you got on your Wes or All Anderson? Right. Here we go. I kind of cheated a little bit. Sure. And the first no one, yeah, uh, premiering in 1998. Yeah, on the WB is Dawson's Creek. Not a movie, but no. a TV show. Who's and the Who's in that? Dawson's dad is John Wesley Ship. He played the Flash on like a like an early nineties TV show. Oh yeah, did you ever see that? 
No, I know what you're talking about, though. He's tight. He's tight, but I, I, I actually do love Dawson's Creek. I think it's really good. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Number four for me, The Matrix. Whoa. <laughs> the, his, his character name is Mr. Anderson. And then they say Whoa. that all the time. So when I when I when I think of the name Anderson, I automatically think of the Matrix. And the Matrix is so good that I had to put it on my list. The Matrix is so good. I think um, too. What's funny is that Wes Anderson makes his cast call him Mr. Anderson <laughs> throughout his filming. Yeah, in that, that is same, really funny. In that same voice that they do in the Matrix. The, yeah, the slower the name? better. Smith when Smith says it. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Anderson. Uh, okay, coming in at number three, I've got Barb Wire starring Pamela Anderson. Hey, I've never, I've never seen that. I've never even seen it, but but she, I know she's in it for a person who was cover. Yeah, for a a a boy who was born in 1985, Barb Wire. Just just like the fact that it existed yeah. was like a very important thing for me as I was going through puberty. Just like I couldn't even imagine what what happened in that movie but i remember like yeah what happened to those kind of movies (laughs) where like uh a celebrity like babe is the is the lead does that happen anymore where they like oh it's not exactly softcore porn yeah it's not exactly like like a or even b movie it's like some weird it's like something now that would maybe be on like the sci-fi channel or something. Totally. Like sci-fi movie, but I don't think that happens anymore. Yeah. I I imagine that it's a pretty like eventless movie where <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing happens and there's really no story. But it was the right. I just remember that being such a huge deal that Pamela Anderson was in a movie and she right. had that barbed wire tattoo and I was just like just really, really wanted to see. It. I, re- I remember kids in my school had like a bootleg versions of it on that was being on passed VHS. around. Like, yeah, you know, see Pamela Anderson and this. And I, I'm glad this I, is filmmaking. Yeah, I'm glad I never saw it because it it probably would have been disappointing. But yeah, um, yeah, you I think got the best um, deal out of that. Yeah, because it's never it's gonna be a great film in your mind forever mm-hmm. as a 13 year old boy. Yes, and then coming in at number two, the really the only like earnest pick I have here is There Will Be Blood, which is my favorite Paul Thomas wow, Anderson movie. Oh wow! I've seen this movie probably like three or four times on a on an airplane, and that's it. That's no, the only I, way you I, see I've that. seen it many times on like a, on actual screens with real sound I, and everything. But on, it is the it is the greatest plane movie I've ever seen. Wow, it's, it's is so that good? You would go down in history declaring that? I will go I will go down in history for claiming that. <laughs> that will be on your tombstone. Yes. <laughs> uh, there Will Be Blood is the best airplane movie. Yeah. Um, I love I, it. I, that might be one that I've seen in the theater multiple times. I feel like really? I went back to go watch that once or twice. Yeah. It was so good. And the first time, there's so many things happening that are like new and mm-hmm. interesting and... Um, that were just like blowing my mind from a filmmaking perspective that I was like, I got to go. I know I missed stuff. Yeah. It's so good. That was the first, that was the first Paul Thomas Anderson one that I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. This is, this is, I get it. Next level. Yeah. This this dude, he might be the best of the best. Think so. Yeah. His movies are like really good. What about, uh, what about, uh, a little guy named I don't have a joke there. 
Yeah, it's really good. I, I What's almo- your number one? Did my you do number- what I did where you ramp up to number two and then you throw a turd on number one? You might you might say this a tur- this is a turd, but I do not. This is a very intentional number one. Blade Two, starring Wesley Snipes. Whoa! Have you seen I think Blade I've Two? I've only seen Blade One. I, I don't oh. think so. Okay, Blade Two. I think I think people make fun of it. I don't think it really um, is remembered well. Blade Two kicks out. Okay, I have a label for things like there's a very specific a type of thing that gets this label for me this movie kicks ass it like it is yeah it, it only does that it's, it's like not good it's not bad it right. just it just what's kicks the, ass. what's the story do you remember oh hell yeah it's okay oh you do remember i thought you were yeah. just gonna say no it just kicks ass <laughs> <laughs> no blade one is tight it's kind of you know it's it has that sort of like first first movie of a franchise thing where they're kind of like ironing out the kinks it's got some really bad CGI, really great yeah. Steven Dorff going on in there. Mm. Sets up sets up the thing about, you know, Blade being a... He was born... His mom was bitten by a vampire while she was pregnant. He was born half vampire so he can walk in the day. He's Daywalker, okay? He yeah. hates... He, this guy hates vampires. So he, so he slays them, keeping the world safe from vampires, right? Right. He doesn't kill them. He slays them. He slays... He's the vampire <laughs> slayer, yeah. Um, That's Buffy. You're thinking of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good too. I really like Buffy. How come Van- you can't just kill a vampire? How come you have to slay them? Uh, because they're so fearsome. I don't know. There don't was you a, feel like there was a such a a vampire thing happening in the nineties, right? Yeah, there was. I also wish there was like a MCU style crossover. Like I want Underworld and Blade and Buffy to all slay together. Okay, this is my wait, wait, what moment of. Top five. This Kyle, wait, wait, what? Are you not aware of what's coming for the MCU? No. What's coming? Blade starring Mahershala Ali. Is that true? Yes. That's crazy. That's cool. It's going to be amazing. But yeah. I don't really care about that, though. I want to see Buffy. I want to see <laughs> Oh, I see what you're saying. I want to see Underworld Lady. Yep. Only, and how many other vampire... What? Why also... Edward Cullen from... Who? Edward Cullen? Robertson? Oh, yeah. Right. Why do all of the vampire slayers need to be conflicted? Like, oh. Can't we just have a, a vampire slayer who who's, loves to kill vampires? Who's and ready to no go? Palms? I want the dog bounty hunter of... <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> dog oh, the bounty yeah. hunter. Yeah. Right. Like what? He doesn't... He just wants to get those bounties. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's, He's not sleep- like half, half um, criminal, half... Um, justice guy you know yeah I mean? we want someone who's killing vampires and sleeps well at night right yes i don't i don't need any inner conflict i just need them to i want like a sherlock holmes of of yeah, vampires right like that's all, he's so good at getting them and that's all he does <laughs> okay can <laughs> i can i get continue making my case for blade two because i have a i have one oh yes 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 okay so blade one establishes the thing was he snipes is an action star this is like what he was meant to do because I don't know if he's got like this like physical of a role in, in other things, but he's like a great fighter and yeah. he's jacked and he's sick as Blade. He just rules. Okay, so first one's decent. Yeah. Second one, directed by Guillermo del Toro. No way, really? Hell yeah. It's got cool. Ron Perlman and everything. Whoa, it's like <laughs> Hellboy Light. Did it come before or after? Uh that's a great question. I think it, it maybe was between the two Hellboys. Yeah. Um, That's okay, really so interesting. The story of this one is there's like a new breed of vampires that 
their mouths open up and they're they are feeding on vampires so they like vampire vampires yes so they basically come to blade and they're like we need you to help us we will have a truce with you if you help us like take out these this new breed so he teams up with a with a group of vampires to fight these dudes and it's sick uh it's really well done and it's super good chris christopherson is in it and chris christopherson's in it yes (laughs) what really that's weird and it's sick and i think it was a little bit forgotten i think you were kind of like the the aesthetic of blade was kind of like aging poorly it's kind of like rave culture and like yeah i mean you had matrix on your list it sort of reminds me of like matrix too some of that doesn't age well (laughs) right and it and it and at least the matrix has like the i you know has like the iconic moment in time going for it where it will always be a classic blade 2 just kind of fell away but right kyle yeah the the very moment that the shape of water won best picture yeah the second that that happened i said blade 2 is validated yeah you know yeah would that have happened without blade 2 no, no, well, I mean, it, at he that moment, it became confidence. it became a part of the filmography of an Academy Award-winning director. Yeah, that's so true. So I think people need to go back, check out Blade. And so is P- Pacific Rim, baby. <laughs> I like Pacific Rim. <laughs> I did too. I loved it's, it. It was so, so great. The second yeah. one was garbage, but the first one, oh yeah, God. he didn't direct that fun. one. I don't think. Right? I don't know. I don't think so. I think Probably he maybe maybe like ghost produced it or something. So that is my top five. I love it. That Wes a good top Anderson five. movies. I'm going to watch Blade 2. You know what I just started watching? What? That's on HBO. Hey. Rush Hour 2. What a great movie. Oh. Those Rush Hour, they need to make another Rush Hour. <laughs> they did. It's <laughs> called, uh, so... it's called uh, Shanghai Nights. Is that in the same universe? Oh, no, no. That, wait, that's Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. The, for, the aforementioned yeah, Owen Wilson. Your, your Jackie Chan... Um, we just need to do a Jackie Chan episode. I love that. Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> just talk about Jackie Chan. Did I ever tell you my, maybe we talked about this in F9, about how my dream would be for Jackie Chan to be the villain in a Fast and Furious movie? Oh, I think you might have mentioned that. Oh, gosh. I think you want Jackie to, to turn, turn evil? He never plays a villain. I know. And he would be such a good villain. Because he's know. so, I think he's so posy. I think he's, I think he can only be in the light. I don't know. I just think he's so, like when you think of like um, this, like what they have to be up against. Mm-hmm. There's no one that's a better like fighter and on screen action star than Jackie Chan. Yeah, you're right. So he'd be like a he'd be like the ultimate badass who's who's like yeah. ruthless, cutthroat, and will also fight you. Right. And he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll get his, he'll get his fists dirty. Is that that's what it's called? a great called? idea. Is yeah. that the saying? Yeah. That's, that's you got it. That's saying a lot. Get, get their fists dirty. Mm-hmm. Get their hands dirty. Yeah. Um, and then you got the whole, chi- you got China watching. Then it's like, oh, everyone in the whole world will be together watching these movies. It'll be the most, more than any coronavirus could unite the, the, the whole planet. Any Jackie coronavirus. Chan is a, a villain in Fast and Furious. Right. Um, Kyle. Can we please move over to host chat for one moment? Yeah. Would you talk. join me? Um, I want to, I just need to shout out to Turkey. We 
now have uh we're with this preview is an international podcast we have a list one listener in in the country of turkey yep and so we want to shout out to that person thank you for listening uh who are you yeah i wonder who if if you are in turkey listening to previewed tweet at us tweet at us previewed podcast have you on as a guest yeah yeah i also have a corrections from the i have a correction from the corrections department oh Gosh, the, they're always getting up in our business. In the last Vivarium episode, I was trying to think of the Jesse Eisenberg movie about where he plays the reporter. Do you remember yeah. this? I don't. You don't? <laughs> <laughs> he he plays a reporter who interviews David Foster Wallace. You familiar with that? No, I don't think so. Did I remember in the podcast? No, you were like, well, because I, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to think of this movie and I was like, I don't know. Who's in it? I don't know yeah. who the people are or anything like that. And I just needed to clear the air. Well, that's why I don't remember. But do you know who David Foster Wallace is? The author? Yes. Yeah. Do you know that there was a movie where he was in it? Jisenberg was in yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. You're not no, familiar with that. that. Okay, this is... Uh, the movie I'm talking about is called The End of the Tour. It's with Jason Siegel, where he plays David Foster Wallace. Jesse Eisenberg what? plays a reporter. Jason Siegel? Yeah. Uh, so that that's the correction that will be edited out. And then I also just kind of wanted to say that I think that Dots pretzels are my favorite snack. Oh, gosh. Really? In the world. No way. If I could only real? have one like snack in between a meal, it would be a Dots pretzel, and I would be so satisfied. I, I'm I'm starting to get the feeling that you don't agree with me. Yeah, I don't like Dots pretzels. At all? There's something about the oily, buttery flavor that makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a weird false flavor. That, that is I'm like, so interesting to me. Get off my tongue. I just, wanna, I just give me the salt, give me the dough, baby. I just want a plain old pretzel. That's what I love about it. The thing that makes you want to hurl is what I crave. How crazy, how interesting is that? How wild is that? Has perverted a perfectly good pretzel into an abomination. Yeah, according to you, dude. <laughs> That's my conservative talk show side yeah. coming out. I'm going to talk like that more, I think. I th- maybe I'm just like the <laughs> negative side of the podcast. Yeah. You talk about things you love, and then I destroy them. Please embrace that role. Um, yeah, I, are dots a regional thing? Is that a Midwestern thing? We are, of course, recording in Minnesota where dots, the pride of the Dakota are featured heavily, but I don't know if you can get them elsewhere. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I see them at Target, which is also more of a regional uh place. It's national, but there's so many in Minnesota. Yeah, the best um, versions of them are in Minnesota. Right. I don't know if dots are just here or not. Maybe our Turkish, Uh, our Turkish listener can let us know if they're available in Turkey. Yeah, have you ever had Dots pretzels? <laughs> um, Maybe they have a world Annie, market, a, a world market in Turkey where they can get stuff from from South Dakota. Your friend Annie, yeah, you were saying. My friend Annie's mom, when we were in high school, would make ranch pretzels. Okay, that sounds really good. Get a bag of um, pretzels, uh-huh. then go to the store, buy a little packet of powdered ranch. While you're in that aisle, also grab. A bottle of Orville Redenbacher butter. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Liquid sure. butter. That, of course. Yeah. Yes. Pour that into a bag. 
both ingredients, the pretzels, the the powder, and the butter, and you just shake it up. And it's like a homemade dots pretzels with gross butter. And, and you don't oh uh, you don't like powder. that. No, it's it's so tasty, but also so gross. Wait, what the hell are you saying? You are you like that <laughs> version, but you don't like like the uh, there's something the about the version? dots the dots fake butter that's gross to me. Okay. I don't know what it is. Gotcha. I think um too I just prefer a pretzel. Yeah. Just okay. a plain old pretzel. Kyle, that's fair and I respect you and I'm so happy to have learned that about you. Um <laughs> how many bags how many bags of dots have you gone through? Several. Where are you getting them? Target. Are Target. you getting Costco sized bags and you're just plowing through these babies? No, and th- and that's the that's the real the what's so telling about how much I love them is they're expensive. Yeah, they're, you they're are super... a cheap, cheap man. That, <laughs> let's let that be known. Let the record show. <laughs> well, when you when you pick up a, a bag of dots and you see how much it costs, it does kind of give you pause. It's like, whoa, so are these like actually that good that I'm going to pay like double the price I would for? Oh, I don't know, a a, a roll right, of gold, a bottle of a bottle of Orvin Redenbacher <laughs> but, uh, butter and. And just a normal bag of pretzels. Yeah, but to me, it's totally worth it. I love them. Hey, I don't know if you heard that sound, but I don't. I didn't even think I was logged in here. But so, someone is messaging me through AOL Instant Messenger. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, really? Oh my god, it's Podboy Sauce God. Ugh. I can't believe it. We blocked him on everything. He's infiltrating everything. I can't believe this, Pod Boy. Oh my God! Okay, he's hit me up. He's what's he saying? Yeah, what's up? Just get it over with. What's up, my dudes? With added, uh, what's up, my pod, pod dudes? Pod previewed dudes with attitude. Is it misspelled? Yeah, he's, he can't spell very well. It's hard to, yeah, he's got like the internet speak. Yeah, he said he's got great numbers instead of letters. Great stuff going on as usual. Mm-hmm. I was curious. Do you have a favorite? Oh my God, this is so funny that he's bringing this up because we were talking about this earlier. Do you have a favorite production little teaser that plays before a movie, such as Bad Robot or yeah. or um, 20th Century Fox? I recently... Okay, see I you later, guys. <laughs> I like how he he's signs gone. off from his he's emails. Gone. He's gone. All right, I'll take my question off the air. <laughs> That's a great question because... I, I don't know about you. I get a I get like a certain feeling from different ones. And they all yeah. kind of stem from when I was a kid. And and Bad Robot yeah. because of watching Lost. But do right. do any of them sort of do you have like a, a favorite one or the ones that you don't like, ones that you think are cool? Yeah, for sure. Um New Line Cinema's old, all yes. the nineties ones. I feel yes. like I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so many times that the like just seeing that like those frames coming in slowly and animating and it's like oh i'm about Kyle, to see ninja turtles you're taking the words <laughs> from my very mouth yeah yeah think, it's 100 uh, because of ninja turtles every every <laughs> single time i see a new line cinema thing pop up i get so yeah. stoked because i think i'm gonna watch turtles 2 secret of the ooze or something like that yeah right right yeah i um there was nothing better touchstone for sure. What is that one like? One, it like had like a little lightning bolt that just went out on a. Oh yeah, blue, yeah. Like a blue rod. It was really simple. Uh huh. Um, it was almost like a lower third where like someone's name would pop up. Sure. It was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. That's really it as far as like the 
old ones that like really stick with me. My yeah. favorite one right now is I've been watching Party Down and there's a production company called Tree and it's like the weirdest slate. It just shows a picture of a tree and someone goes, tree. Uh, that's it. Hilarious. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I Kyle, it. I got a question for you. Are we having fun yet? Hey, what is the one? Are you familiar with the one where there's like a Roman statue or something that shoots a bow and arrow, and you and you like follow the bow, you follow the arrow, like kind of coming towards the screen? That one's tight. I don't remember what that one's called. Yeah, that one is tight. That one is tight. I like that one. I like uh, Sin Copy. Sin Copy. I think that's the the Christopher Nolan one. Yeah, that all his movies are. Company. Yeah, Yeah. that one. That I mean, just because I'm a I'm a Nolan head for life. When I see that, I think I, I know something good is coming. Yeah. Yeah. But I think those, think I think there. those things carry a lot of weight. Yeah. I have a, a friend, a friend of ours, Kevin call. He has like very strong feelings about, it's not really the same thing, but after the symptoms, the Simpsons that like, you know, yeah, that thing, it's like, uh, it really makes him feel things, uh, like nostalgic feelings. How, how come that hasn't been sampled and like wrapped over yet? Has that happened? I don't know. That's a good question. If you out there know, I feel like that is and like you one happen of the to most be from iconic, Turkey, let us know. Iconic sounds. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Kevin. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. He would always feel, it would make him feel really sad because Simpsons were on Sunday nights. Oh, and that would be the end of the weekend. The end of the weekend. Yep. Wow. What a sad so- sound. Yeah. Mine was always, go to bed. <laughs> You should be up this late. <laughs> Who's saying that? My parents. Oh, both crying. of them in unison. Yeah. God, that always made me awful. feel so sad. Huh? It's yeah. the end of the weekend. You know what one I don't like is DreamWorks. The the kid. Mm-hmm. There's like a kid fishing in the D in the. You know what one I don't like? What Pixar? That little huh? that little lamp. Get out you of here! You don't like it? They have some of the most creative people in the world and it's such a boring I don't know spice it up and it's implausible that he would that the little light would be able to squash the ball completely flat right and it would lose all its mass and then turn into just a normal lamp at the end he like loses his life essence what he squishes the ball and then he turns on into a normal lamp and looks at the screen he looks at the screen Kyle you then he's dead converted me (laughs) <laughs> I don't like it. I just think they could do something. They need to, you know, brush that one up. Yeah. Needs an update. Uh, one I've been seeing too much is Disney. They own everything now. And that, that oh, Disney thing is at the front of like every movie. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I used to like it when it was like, ooh, a Disney movie. This is kind of rare. Or like they are dipping their toe. I think like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I remember seeing it and being mm-hmm. like, oh, Disney, they own this. That's interesting. Right. But now it's like they own they own all the stuff. Before the Star Wars uh, franchise lost its luster for me, the Lucasfilm one was was pretty special oh, for sure. For that sure. sort of like emerald kind of thing going yeah, over. They kind of went through a few, didn't they? Have like a really silver, and then they had a gold one. Oh, I don't know. Lucas Arts video games too. That that emblem mm-hmm. and like sort of production thing always gives me fuzzy feelings. Wow, Lucas Arts has a lot of man. They're great. Yeah. They really fell, fell hard. Um, I want to thank Podboy Sauce God for, for spurring such a lively conversation. It was great. 
Yeah. Um, Man, these are turning into marathon podcasts. They're getting long. Yeah, right? that's okay. I'll cut a lot of it. <laughs> Kyle, is there anything else you'd like to say about Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch trailer? I'm just over Wes Anderson. Yeah. I just think that Wes Anderson deserves all that he's getting, which is no awards. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I don't know, true. He's not really, he he's not very, he's not a, a decorated uh, director, is he? No. Nor he's should not taken he be. seriously by the Academy. I don't think he takes it seriously. Right. Yeah, I want to say, I feel, I actually feel a little bit bad for being so harsh towards him because I don't think he's doing bad stuff. I just am sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. I just, fuck, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Forget about it. Who, what, what, who am I? I, I just do this podcast that someone from Turkey listens to. Yeah, only the number one I'm, podcast about movie trailers in the world. Yeah, I'm only doing a international podcast. Yeah, he better listen up. Does yeah. he even get his movies out in other countries? Who knows? Who Turkey, right yeah. in. Let us know. Right. Well, Kyle, I want to thank you for another great episode of Previewed. Thanks, Casey. Ditto. Ditto. And stay safe out there. We'll see you right back here on the next, next episode of Previewed. Wait, Casey, is our next What's episode going to be with Chad? I think so. Cool. We're going to be talking about Zardoz with Chad Fierstad. Zardoz, second previewed classic. So look forward to that, and we'll see you right back here. Bye. Bye.